Chicken and a biscuit, chicken and a biscuit, dad's podcast. Dad! Dad! You're listening to Chicken and a Biscuit, the dad's podcast, where three young dads share their funny, quirky, and sometimes outrageous perspectives on everything from life at home to current events. Join us twice a month for a laugh wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, all right. Welcome to tonight's episode of Chicken and a Biscuit. We have said Tyler and Zach here for another round of fun, laughs, and a good time. Boys, how are we doing? <laughs> Well, I'm doing all, I'm doing all pretty good, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, doing okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I've got allergies. I I don't know. I got kicked up in the air. Something's going on. Uh, I I don't know, man. I uh, I I might I might sound a little plugged up tonight, but uh, besides that, doing good. How how are you, Zachary and Seth? Well, you know, I haven't really showered yet today, but. That's, it's fine. That's pretty normal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should change the subject. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Is that what that smell was? I just uh, I didn't know I could make it through the radio waves, but yeah, let's my, go, baby. My, oh, microphone, wow. my microphone just got real stanky. I'm like, what's going on with this? <laughs> uh, well, maybe at some point um, Zach can shower, <laughs> and he would probably prefer like prior to going to bed. But I don't know. Maybe maybe she likes a little bit of man smell. Uh, she likes that Walmart smell. You know, that's ooh yeah. That's what I bring home every night. Just bring home the bacon in mm. money and stink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. You know, we do these every two weeks, and I just miss talking to you guys. It just it brings warmth to the soul. It's just, it's blessed. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Well, tonight we've got some fun stuff planned. Um, we're going to go a little bit, we're shaking it up a little bit. We're going to go a little bit lighter. We've done a couple episodes, some heavier topics. Tonight, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to go for some lighter, lighter commentary. Okay. So tonight we're going to start with our, our chicken and the subsequent biscuit. And we're going to direct our attention to children, okay? Because this is the Dad's Podcast. You're both experienced fathers. I'm on my way to being a father. Tonight we're talking about the great crusade of potty training. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So potty training, I think everybody has a different experience with this. But tonight, uh, we're talking about how it is that you should potty train. Um, maybe some things that you guys learned potty training your um, precious little ones. And what you think is most effective and any tips that you have for anybody that is listening that may in the future or, you know, might have the occasion to laugh at their own potty training experiences. So let's take it away. Let's talk about potty training. Um, maybe you can tell us about your experience and then like how to do it 
and what's most effective. That can be our biscuit. Oh boy. This is, this is a great crusade. Um, I don't know about UT. I feel like, I feel like ever, well, Christian hasn't quite gotten to the age of potty training just yet. However, I'm going to anticipate that every child is going to be a little different. Um, but I'm going to share just a couple of quick insights on what I think is beneficial and effective. And uh, T, let me know what you think. Sure. Um, so when we decided that we were going to uh, potty train Sadie, it was um, <laughs> it was general conference weekend. And I want to say it was a eh, had to have been more than a year. It was like a year and a half ago. And uh, let's just say that I, I listened to like five minutes of general conference. Um, I think <laughs> I spent most of my time in the bathroom with Sadie. So yeah, here's the deal. So you, you kind of have to get them in, in the mode that one, the first thing is getting them to realize that the potty's not scary. Because uh, it can be a little, you know, a little nerve wracking. You're hovering over a tepid pool of filthy water <laughs> um, and you could fall in at any time so balance is key uh, and then just uh relax those muscles just just let it happen um so there's that get it get him comfortable and then two frequency because they're they're now switching their mind from it's okay to just release at any time to now I need to make it to a specific room and aim for a specific target. <laughs> so this is going to be difficult. So um, reward the small victories. Annie would give uh, Sadie a little chocolate chip every time she made it to the bathroom, even if she didn't even do anything. She at least sat down on the bat like on the on the potty for just a little bit. Uh, that was a win. Here's a chocolate chip. Good job. So celebrate the small wins uh, was, is what I'm going to say is number two. And then number three, um, follow up. So eventually Sadie got into the mode that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going potty. I got this. I got this. And, um, Anyway, you just got to keep reassuring him. Like last night, Sadie had an accident. And it's not anything of her fault. She just didn't go potty beforehand. And she has a little, well, she just woke up and just didn't realize it. And she's like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just reassure him. Hey, it's okay. We, we have accidents, but, you know, let's make it to the potty next time. And. She's awesome. We haven't we haven't done diapers with Sadie for yeah, knocking on two years now. So and she's she's three and a half, which is I think that's huge. So what I'm understanding is train your kids like uh, you'd train a little dog. Give them a Correct. treat every time <laughs> every time they go to the bathroom, and if it's chocolate and reminiscent of what may have been dropped off, that's even better. And yeah, you, know, you um, got you got to put in the tank what's coming out. Oh, for sure. 
Uh, I love it. I love it. Okay. And that seems to work pretty well. It, it's uh, it's effective 40% of the time, Every 100% time. of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. T, what do you think? So that's all fine and dandy. Um, <laughs> so do just so just take everything that Zach just said and then uh, uh, except substitute Sadie for Clark, my oldest, and then insert Luke into the picture, the younger brother, and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Oh no. Okay, so <laughs> here's my experience. So Clark, he's a smart little whippersnapper. And for I've I have heard so someone fact check me on this. Girls typically potty train faster than boys. Well Is that correct? That's what I've heard. I would assume yes. And reason being they have to sit down. There's yeah, there's really no options. Yeah. Right. But the little boy, he has options, and options can be confusing <laughs> at such a young age. <laughs> so, so Clark, I for for being a boy, we feel like he did really well um, and was kind of getting the concept and started doing awesome at a pretty young age. Um, I've heard like a lot of boys don't get potty trained until like three plus and he was probably around ooh, two years and a few months that we started with him and he really was starting to get it and grasp it pretty quickly so he was doing great and then luke was born and his whole little world was shaking he was like what the crap who's this little guy taking up uh I get all the attention, you know, like that's, that's just how it works around my house. And then we say, uh, no, not anymore, buddy. We, we got a, another sheriff in town, another partner. So he, he had a really hard time when, uh, Luke was born. When I, when I, I was really nervous to have the second kid. I'm like, oh man, going back to a newborn and that's going to be rough. And I thought Luke was going to be the hard one. Oh, I was so wrong. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Luke has been an angel, perfect in really almost every way. He really has been such a good baby. And Clark, super regressed for about three months, um, adjusting to life with a new one, which is understandable, but was very frustrating at times. So um, Clark, Clark started acting out and using, uh, using uh, having accidents as a way to get our intention, which was awesome. Um, so he would, <laughs> he would uh, purposely like have accidents to, to get attention and started pooping his pants way more than he ever did when we first started training him. And he, you know, would have an accident here and there. He would purposely even go stand by the toilet and just poop. And say, oh, dad, I pooped my pants. Dad, I pooped my pants, dad. And I'm like, why did you do that, bud? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm just like, and then, oh, and then he'd do it at super, he'd do it at crazy times. Me and Shayna would strip him down 
You guys, this is crazy. I have so many crazy stories. <laughs> I don't even know if I can like share it. Oh no. So we'd have to strip him down, take showers. Poop is running into the shower. My shower smells like crap for the next three days. <laughs> like it was just unreal. So, uh, so we we tried a lot of different things. Right? Okay, we're gonna be super patient. We're just gonna focus on the positive. Still didn't matter. He kept doing it. We're like, okay, now we're getting ticked off. <laughs> now we're gonna say. So we tried this one. So we're like, okay, Clark, you want to act like a baby? Fine. We're gonna put you back in diapers. And we're going to make you have a binky. And we're going to, all you're going to get is milk. Okay. So we, we, like, we like started, we started like feeding him milk only. Okay. For like a few, like a couple days. We're like, Hey, if you want to be a baby, fine. All you get, to, all you get to eat is baby food. Cause that's what ba all babies can eat is milk. And he's like, I want, I want food. And we're like, no, no. We're like, we really were at our wits end. Like, seriously, like we were like trying everything. So we like put him back in diapers and gave him a binky. And we're like, okay, oh my. this is, this is psycho. We're like, what are we doing? We were, we're like, this is not helping. So we're like, okay, scratch that idea. We're like Clark, you can have a bagel. Don't worry, buddy. We still love you. <laughs> okay. I'm just so, waiting for the phone call from uh, Tyler's neighbors to protect him. <laughs> yeah, this next story. Okay. So, <laughs> so then my sister, one of my sister-in-laws is like, Hey, next time. So then he, then it got to the point where he would take down his pants and poop on the floor. And we're like, okay, that oh, ain't heck happening. No. Oh, heck no. So <laughs> one of my sister, <laughs> one of my sister, I was like, Put his face in it. <laughs> oh my! That's it. Where's where's the phone number for child protective services? <laughs> okay. So, so he he does it another like, and I'm serious. It went this went on for two months, two three months, where it was like it was like seriously like heck. I was like, dude, this is getting out of hand. So he. He, <laughs> he poops by the fridge on the floor, and I was I was just I was done, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try it." <laughs> Shayna, Shayna, I didn't know Shayna videos it. Shayna, Shayna videos it. I put his face in the poop, and I'm like, "Clark, oh pooping is disgusting. Like, it's not nice." He's freaking out. I'm like, "Oh crap!" So we take him in the shower. We we. <laughs> Oh crap! We, literally, we wash. Right. Yes, we wash it off, <laughs> and we. <laughs> oh man, I felt so bad after that. I was like, and, and Shana shows me the video. I'm like, what have I become? I'm a psychopath. <laughs> like, I'm a psychopath. Said you're in for such a treat. Like, you just you're not gonna believe the emotions you go through sometimes as a parent. So, anyways, you guys, these are crazy stories. I know. I can't even hardly talk about them. I'm like, wow, I really promised I am not this crazy. But um, <laughs> but that's so but real, though, right? Like, it, it's so parents, it's just it's like, so real. It's, it's so real. It's you know, it's hashtag. Real I've never life. come to that moment. Yeah, yeah. No, Sadie's a good girl, and Clark is wonderful. And so let me. So I need to cap it off with saying, after that day, we were like, okay, we really. 
we got to change things up. So we read a ton of things and we were, it was like, you got to focus on the positive. You got, it's, it's gotta be, um, you know, really acknowledge when they do something good and just be patient. Like it said, you know, they're going to have accidents. You just have to be patient. And we just, we had to change us and we had to be patient and we just said, okay, bud, you can do this. And, and we were super excited for when he started, you know, doing things the right way. And he eventually pulled out of it and he's great now. Like he's awesome. He, he, in public in, in our house, cause it's a different thing. I think going in public, he kind of, you kids kind of get scared when they're out wherever. And he, uh, he's just like, dad, I gotta go poo poo. <laughs> We'll, we'll be having a serious conversation with Dalton. He'll just come run up. Dad, I got to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> I say, all right, buddy. So the, the last thing I have to say is we have a whole other element because we, uh, we have a bidet in our house. <laughs> so Clark is like, loves it. And he's like, dad, just spray off my butt and stuff. <laughs> so he loves the bidet. He like, he's like, he loves it and he and it's awesome so long story short there are gonna be really frustrating times with body training like honestly so so frustrating and it's hard at times but you have to be patient you have to be reward reward the good and try to not focus on the negative just kind of ignore it and it eventually will go away and they'll learn how to do it and it's awesome when they do because it's and Nowadays, I mean, he's got no shame. He like, I'm like, dude, the guy, he's a boy. And so we've, you know, he pees out in our yard sometimes in the backyard, just cause that's like what guys do, you know? He's just like, yeah. He does it right in front of Sadie whenever we go over there. I know. And he, in front of his cousin, we were out camping the other day with his cousins and just like in front of like 10 of them, just like pulled down his pants, just peed. And I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. So it's it's a learning process. Uh, yeah, Sadie's still, over there. No, no Sadie's stage over fright. There. Like, no what, stage fright Sadie's at all. Like, what, what is that? Hey, what, hey, Daddy. If, hey, if you got it, flaunt it, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, oh, my gosh. Okay, well, there, okay, there you have kidding. it. We uh we we trying to teach him that, you know, those are your private parts. Those are those are special and um he's doing better but you got to be patient. So th those are my stories, guys. Uh, I Sadie, uh, well, I'm like trying to think if I should one up you or if I should just let you look like the bad parent. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love for you to one up me. That'd be awesome. Yeah, let's go. The, the worst that Sadie's ever done in potty training, and, and to be honest, this happened not too long ago. Um, if we leave Sadie on the potty for too long, cause she's still, she, whenever she goes to the bathroom, she'll tell us when she's done and we come in there and we help her wipe or whatever. Right. Um, but if we leave her in there for too long, then we'll come in and she's like, you know, she's playing with the poop. She's, Oh wow. She's got a nice little mud ball in her hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's really? done that a couple of times. Oh wow! And we've had to be like Sadie. This is this is on the point of me ready to hurl. So <laughs> don't ever do this again. Wow. Um, but Annie, she so this this is what Annie used to do. If because Sadie knows better as far as going to the bathroom goes. Um, 
if she does mess herself and she does it because she wants attention or she went through like a little tiny phase of that. Um, Annie would just say, sorry, you, you peed your pants. It's time to take a cold bath. And Annie would put it on like ice cold. Oh dude, I, we've done the ice cold. Bath. Oh man. <laughs> it worked though. It worked. Cause uh, we did that maybe like, I think at most we did that like a dozen times. And then finally Sadie was like, yeah, I'm I'm out of that. I don't want no freezing baths. That's terrible. <laughs> yep. Dude, sometimes you got to just do what you got to do. It's true. It's true, <laughs> dude. It is so true. That's awesome. Good. <laughs> All right. So, wow. Okay. So, in summary, <laughs> uh, learn from your mistakes, I guess, is the is the lesson I'm learning. Uh, those are those are some hilarious stories. Those are honestly those are great. Um, I, I'm sure that I will have some stories in the coming months, years. Um, but I guess that that's sort of the the thing about body training. And it's one of the th- those things that's like super relatable because everybody has to do it, right? Like you have oh, to yeah. live through it. Um, and then you know, as a parent, you have to you know train someone to do it. And there's, there's no manual. Like, no, there's no doctor sending you home with a manual. I'm like, this is how you should potty train your kid. Um, and I think I, <laughs> it's like a silly thing. Like, I really do think that it, it kind of, uh, you know, establishes a, a precedent in your home on, like, how to reward good behavior, how to reward, your, you know, consequences for bad behavior. Um, and so it's, it's an important phase, right? It's kind of an important thing as a as a family um with your relationship with your kids it's sort of uh um it's funny but at the same time it has sort of a, a lasting impact um <laughs> both in the way that you uh learn to do that and then as a parent so those are great thoughts guys i love it so that's our our chicken and the biscuit for tonight some tips on and stories on potty training uh we'll be right back with a little bit more Uh, We're going to be talking about some things going on in our world today, so don't go away. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. So we've had the pleasure of hearing about <laughs> the Toilet Crusades so far tonight. It's been great. <laughs> Honestly, I, uh, I'm i really looking forward now to uh, the potty training. I'm sure that it's just going to be <laughs> super frustrating, I'm sure. But uh, those are some pretty funny stories. So stories almost make it worth it. Um, well, tonight for our... Uh, a round table of rants. Uh, we decided to go with a little bit of a, a lighter tone to this as well. Uh, you know, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on this are, but it just seems like no matter where you look at news today, it's about two things. It's about coronavirus, and it's about just the absolute insanity that is our political system yeah. right now. Like, it's just... Like, even for, prep for tonight, I was scrolling through... A newsfeed, and I was like, holy cow, I can't find a single thing here that is just like normal people. 
Like, can we just talk about normal people for a minute? Like, <laughs> everybody's shut up inside, so I guess not. I don't know. Um, but uh, I came across an article, and we, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about um, pets. Because, you know, who doesn't miss talking about uh, animals just for a few minutes? So there was an article in <laughs> by UPI in their odd news section that I just thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, the headline is escaped tortoise found after 75 days on the loose in Tennessee. Okay. Let me just, I'll repeat it. Escaped tortoise found after 75 days. Okay. This thing was gone for over two months on the loose in Tennessee. And this article goes on to iterate that this family had a tortoise that had escaped. She got loose somehow. <laughs> 75 <laughs> days later is located an eighth of a mile from her home. <laughs> so I did the math before we came on. That is 600, folks, 660 feet <laughs> from her home. It probably took all those days just to walk the 600 feet. <laughs> I for sure did. <laughs> So here's this is why the thing I would rather, like okay you have to be kind of a terrible tortoise owner for this to happen okay <laughs> like I I you know maybe I'm wrong maybe keeping a tortoise is a whole lot harder I've never actually done it but seventy five like seventy five days seventy four days you let your tortoise get six hundred and sixty feet away from you this is what this is what the tortoise was singing. I will find my way. I can go the distance. <laughs> so uh, this is just so funny. Like, okay, I mean, this is the story, right? But like, when you think of how people treat their pets, like, what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? And like, what, the ridiculous things that you see with people and their pets. What do you think? <laughs> so I think, well, okay, it comes in twofold. I'm going to argue it's it's not only the pet or the pet owner. It's also the pet. Um, example. So my dad served in um, the fire department in my hometown of Buffalo, New York. And uh, they answered a call one day. This lady had a fire at her house. But she had an unusual pet in her backyard. It was a fully grown kangaroo. And uh, the police officers are there, the fire department's there, and they're they're helping out the lady, you know, get out of the house, put out the fire, get the get the emergency done. But they also now have to detain this kangaroo. So, you guys have seen videos of kangaroos; they're kind of crazy marsupials. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they like to put up the they like to put up the. The, the oh, they press, put up the dukes. You know, oh, they yeah, they would sure. go. Yeah. Well, the fireman walks over. wasn't my dad, but my dad was watching this, and he's like, you know, trying to slowly calm the kangaroo down. And the kangaroo's like, nope, not having this, and socks the fireman so hard he lands right on his back. <laughs> Just <laughs> poof. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think there are some pets that are okay, as in like cats, dogs, gerbils, 
so on and so forth. More exotic pets like the tortoise, you would think wouldn't get out of hand, but apparently in the South where they just have nothing but molasses all day long, things get a little slow there in Tennessee. <laughs> uh, hey, be nice to the South. Uh, you know, okay. the South will rise again once they give up molasses. Um, <laughs> and that's their fault. It's their own fault. They're just too, they're just too, molasses just slows everything down. They would rise again if they just didn't eat so much. They just oh, can't wow. move. Oh, wow. Dude. Rise from the couch. You yes. Mean. Precisely. You guys I got to you guys, I gotta rise. You guys, you guys are gonna die. Okay, so <laughs> I I once had a turtle. Okay, as a little kid, his name was Peggy. Or no, we call him Peg. I think we call him Peg Leg because he had like a demented leg. Okay, <laughs> so turtles are already slow. Now you have one that doesn't have a full arm. Like that's gotta be a pretty slow turtle right <laughs> okay so we put this chicken wire <laughs> we put this chicken wire around this little area in our uh in our backyard and back when i first uh, moved into west point utah we didn't have any neighbors behind us it was just open fields so it was awesome like it was just i mean it was fields for acres and um <laughs> so one day i'm going out there to like look for him i'm like my peggy's gone Where, where's peg like and i go into my mom and i'm like i don't think my turtle is around and she's like oh it's got to be there it's probably just hiding under a rock or something <laughs> so we're out searching for it Wait, we, whoa, whoa. the, the turtle chicken... hiding under a rock i know okay okay bad <laughs> bad form bad form so <laughs> So we look around and we're like, wait a second. There's like a hole in the chicken wire. The freaking thing bit through the chicken wire, escaped. And unlike this family that found the tortoise, we never found that turtle. No. <laughs> so apparently they're very elusive. <laughs> they're very slippery and they get away from you. So I gotta, I can't even, I can't even like comment on this because, I mean, we say they're bad, <laughs> bad owners, but apparently these these tortoises and turtles, they're, they're they'll get away from you. <laughs> slowest, the slowest animal in the world. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Wow. I know, I know, I know. So that's my, that's my two bits on that, man. <laughs> so we, uh... wow, wow, that I'm I'm speechless. T T's gonna get written up for uh... <laughs> child endangerment, child <laughs> animals. <laughs> Animal abuse. Wow, we just got we got a huge yes. list. Oh. Oh. But to be fair, to be fair to T, these people lost a hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> I want to say, say this right. Like a sulcata tortoise. Okay. 
Have hundred fifty guys. That's like twenty pounds less than I weigh. Like this thing is almost huge. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. Neighbors were like, "How did how did the tortoise get? What is the tortoise's name again?" This, I, uh, it's in the article. The uh, oh, um, Solomon. <laughs> Oh, it's mainly waterway. Waterway, <laughs> guys. I gotta go build my temple. It's out there somewhere. Oh, I just want to know how none of the neighbors, no one saw this massive. Look at him. He's like. He's huge. He's two huge. feet tall. In the south, they live so gosh far apart from each other that it only went an eighth of a mile. It's not like it even left their property. <laughs> that's like 660 feet. That's like the size of your house. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a house like the life of yourself. 75 days. How do you take 75 days to find that? This- Guys, he didn't even make a block. A block is not not even. He didn't even make it down the block. It's because it took him seventy five days to get off their couch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One step a day. That's all I need to do. (laughs) How many steps did you get in, Dave? Dave I got twenty five. Oh, he's so fast. <laughs> 25 steps. Oh. oh. Wow. And that this was this was the kicker at the end of the article. The pet owner said she's looking into options to have Solomon fitted with a GPS device. <laughs> so he could more easily be located if he wanders off on another adventure. So <laughs> in retrospect, you know. Take care of your animals and, uh, you know, give them a GPS if they really need it. So that, wow. <laughs> uh, that, that's sort of a, our, our rant for tonight. A um, little bit lighter than some of the other news that's uh, accompanied our world at this current juncture. Um, but those are <laughs> some great stories, guys. Really enjoyed it. So we're going to we're going to end that here we're going to come back in just a minute we're going to wrap up with a good news minute and then we'll be off to the races one more time thanks for listening This is the good news minute. I got a, a good news minute involving. So we've been we've played it pretty light tonight. So I am gonna bring it back to just something political really fast. Uh, but it, but it is good news. It's actually good news from the CDC. Can you even believe that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I like it. This article it says don't argue with anti-maskers. CDC warns stores. So it says, when in doubt, don't argue with anti-maskers. That's the recommendation from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to retail and service employees. So, hey, 
I hate wearing a mask. <laughs> and if I'm going to have the opportunity to uh, possibly not wear it and the CDC is actually agreeing, like, hey, don't argue with them. That's a good news minute to me. I mean, that's that's huge because I don't know. I get that we need to try and be responsible, but there is it's funny. My brother-in-law, he's he's so funny. He goes into Costco and he wears it on his chin every single time. Like he doesn't put it over his face. And the employees will come up to him and be like, hey, you need to put that on your face. And he'll just look at him and be like, hey, I don't want to be a communist. You're a communist. So thanks and have a great day. <laughs> and so it's cool to see that they're saying, hey, don't don't argue with anti-maskers. Because to me, this has felt so communist. So for them to come out and say that is actually quite um, positive and good news. So if you so, want to be an anti-masker, it sounds like the employee shouldn't get fed up with you for that. So just curious then, what what is if the CDC is saying that you don't need to worry about wearing the mask, then why don't they just come out just straight out and say it, don't wear the mask? Or are they just saying like, so what, what is the point? Like if people are starting to say, I don't want to wear the mask, is there a point to wearing the mask or are they still advising people to wear the mask? I'm, I'm, uh, what are they saying? I don't know. I think, I think the recommendation as far as I know is still, you still want to wear masks, social distance. I think, the recommendation has been, at least for this particular instance, more of like the um, the harm that's come to people because, like that choose not to. Like if you want to take the risk and, you know, that's up to you and, you know, whether or not people think that's something you should or shouldn't do. It's sort of just kind of and I, I agree to you that it's kind of open just a, a door because I think our, our media outlets have really just pushed like, you know, if you don't wear a mask, you don't socially distance, then you're a deeply terrible person that's probably going to hell <laughs> and <clears throat> that's not true okay first of all um the science around the mask thing has been divided to say the least over this whole thing um but you know it is a it is a protective measure so i think you know being responsible is a great thing um especially if you've got people in your life you know if you're living at home with mom and dad mom and dad happened or even grandma or grandpa that happened to be in a um, class, it's definitely more at risk. I think, you know, doing your best to make sure that you're taking precautions, but being out in public, um, in public spaces and, uh, you know, people literally getting into fights and, um, having hospitalizations and things of that nature happening because people are simply just arguing about the fact. I think that's probably more aligned with the goal. Um, the CDC has in, in mind here. That's but that's just, and that's, that's probably take. true. It was just refreshing to actually see CNN, a news article that was titled Don't Argue with Anti Maskers, CDC warned stores. That just made me happy. But I could be, <laughs> I could be completely <laughs> off on it. But, anyways, that's the good news minute. And thanks for listening in tonight. You've been listening to Chicken and a Biscuit, the dad's podcast. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and join us next time for more laughs, more commentary, and a whole lot more fun. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon.